0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Something Else podcast. My name is Gabriella, and this is my guest, Anna. Today, we're talking about dating again. (laughs) But um, this is going to be an interesting conversation because we're talking about, you know, having standards and having values and knowing what you want when it comes to dating. I have to make sure sure my collar's good. But before (laughs) we do that... Affirmation of the week. I love these. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know what was that. But this one says my body and mine are healthy and vibrant. Amen. I love it. I do these every week.
1: That's this nice. The, this was the one from last week.
0: You know, just something to like encourage, you know, mm-hmm. get the juices flowing. But this is a really interesting conversation because I guess we can both relate. Mm -hmm. Um, I think everyone can relate to kind of, like, going into dating. Some people are not, like, sure what they want or how they want to kind of navigate, like, the dating field. Right. But we all know how important, like, having standards and values are when it comes to dating.
1: Right.
0: Um, I can say personally for myself, sometimes I'm just like, wow. Boy. For real. Like, when you have, like. ghetto. It really is. Very ghetto. If you have like certain values and standards and you like go into the dating pool prepared Mm -hmm. to be alone for a while
1: i feel like if you don't know what you want if you don't know what you like don't date i feel that because then you allow other people to define what you like and then when you get hurt you can't blame the person you can't because you didn't know what you wanted you didn't have a standard or a preference or anything
0: at all no i feel that because like some people they go into it like blindly and they're like okay, like, mm-hmm. like oh, I like this person, mm-hmm. they're good looking, that is not enough. It's not.
1: It's not. And I feel like, I might be digging, but I feel like social media definitely plays a role into that. For example, like, you have influencers like Ari and Jada mm-hmm. and, you know, all of these it girls, and they see – what their men are doing for them and so you mm-hmm. think hmm I'm gonna go get me a scammer but in reality if you took the time to sit and understand what you wanted you would know that what a scammer has to offer is hurt toxicity trauma social media plays a big role in yeah. people not understanding that standards and preferences and boundaries are necessary before you date not even so a relationship so dating. true
0: no I definitely see that as a thing for real because we all know how powerful social media is it's very like, People are on social media for hours of a day, and I think that is messing with some people's head. True. It doesn't allow them to have their own mind because everyone's saying this and that. Even when it comes to dating. Like, mm-hmm. if you go on TikTok, there's so many relationship gurus. <laughs> you should do this. You should do that. Everybody a guru. Like, I'm trying to figure out. If you're the guru, why are you still single? Why, why are you not married? If you're trying to tell me how to get a high value man, why are you single and not married? Because hmm. I'm trying to figure out. Because... Honestly, that's like that's, being a farmer. If a farmer don't got no fruits or no vegetable, then you just you just harvesting dirt.
1: But you know what, though? One thing my dad always says, he says that there's this guy. His name is Gary Chapman. There's a book that I'm reading. He sounds familiar. He wrote The Five Love, love The book. Five Lovelings. Yes. Yes. OK. okay. Yes. okay. okay. And there's another um, artist. I don't remember his name, but my dad said he's been divorced for more than five times. And something that I realize in life is there's no better teacher than somebody who's been through something multiple times. Like, say, for example, if you're talking to a younger girl who's... He got divorced five times. Multiple times. Don't and lead he me wrote, nowhere. And he wrote a book on marriage. Don't lead me nowhere.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't lead me nowhere. I'm not following you. <laughs> no.
1: But, like, something that I realize is when you look at a woman who's been battered down and abused, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's no better person to speak to women that are in relationships or in relationships that are abusive than somebody who's been through that. Yeah, Because they yeah. can teach you how to get out of it. True. So I feel like there there should be a balance. I'm not listening to every preacher. I'm not listening to every teacher. facts. Because facts. what you listen to, you allow it to feed into you. You are what you eat. Facts. But I do believe that in listening to people who have experienced stuff, people who have experienced divorce, people who have experienced certain things, because it allows me to understand I don't want to be in that position. So I can take their mistakes and apply it to me and understand what I shouldn't do to get their results, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. No,
0: it makes perfect sense. Like, yeah. I'm the type... Some people are not this kind of person, mm-hmm. but I'm, like, the type of person, I don't have to touch the stove to know that it's to hot. To know Yeah, yeah. If yeah, you yeah. tell me that the stove is hot, I don't need to touch it. I don't want to learn the hard way that right. I'm not a person mm-hmm. that loves a life of strife. Like, seriously. True, true. Like, what you mentioned, as far as, like, having boundaries and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that is so true. Like, when you're going into, like the dating pool, when you're seeking to be in a relationship, you have to know what you want, what yeah. you will allow, and what you won't allow. If you're a person that does not like when people lie to you, don't let one little white sly, sly, lie mm-hmm. run past you because, oh my God, I love this guy. Mm-hmm. It only gets worse and worse and worse. Yeah. It's like a snowball. like, And that's hard for people to do because... Sometimes people are like, oh, I have these kind of standards. I have these kind of values. I'm not going to do this with him, or I'm not going to allow her to do this to me, blah, right. blah, blah. And then when they meet the person, all that goes out the window. True, true. Because it's like you begin to like grow feelings for this person, and you're like, maybe I should let
1: this slide. Or- but that doesn't happen when you set a standard or a boundary. If you set them in stone properly, if you set the foundation mm-hmm. properly, the Bible says it. I'm a Christian, so. I'm going to talk about that. Let's get into it. But the Bible says to lead a child in the way mm-hmm. of the Lord, and they will not depart from that way. Mm-hmm. So if you teach yourself and you train yourself and you allow God to lead you in your relationship or heading towards a relationship, there's no way that, oh, my God, I like him. No. Yeah. One I thing I it. pray for is I say God. Because... I'm the type of person, my heart is very soft, and I know that I can get hurt through my heart because I'm a very giving person. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? I give that part of me to God. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Lord, disgust me romantically to any man that doesn't look like you. Mm. If I don't care how good he look, I don't care if he drives an AMG, I don't care if he makes six figures. If he does not look like you, if he is not up, you, disgust me romantically so that when this man comes up to me, whoever he is, it doesn't even turn me on. Mm. So... I train myself in a way to know my standards, to have my boundaries and my preferences. And I feel like the reason a lot of, especially in the black community, the reason why there's, you know, so many baby mamas and so many broken relationships is they don't understand a standard preference Mm -hmm. and a boundary. Mm -hmm. And a standard is something that can change over time Mm -hmm. because we grow it every day. We're people, we grow every day. Standards can change. But... A preference changes more than a standard. A standard should be set in stone. But as you grow, standards are allowed to change. A standard for me is you have to believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. You have to have a relationship with him. I don't believe in evangelistic dating. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not taking don't you to the Lord. It. You don't need to have your own relationship with Christ. And that's my standard. That's not changing no matter how much I grow. Mm-hmm. A preference is, you know, six, 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 two, mm-hmm. six figures, six pack. That's a preference. A boundary is no sex until marriage. That's mm-hmm. where I draw the line. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people have to understand. And if you don't have a boundary for yourself, how can you expect other people to respect you when you don't True. respect yourself? True. So I feel like that's something that I definitely learned. I got hurt once. And ever since then, that's it. True. 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 You learn and you keep pushing. You don't have to get burnt twice. You know what the first burn feels like. That's it. And you keep it pushing. That's it. But some of us heal like Wolverine. And for those of you that
0: do, this is why we're making this episode. No, it's for you. It is. Calling you out. Please subscribe. But um, no, for real though, that is so true. Like, honestly... I've also had that experience. If you have a standard, don't waver on it. Just keep it at what it is. Mm -hmm. Because the more you begin to waver on the standards that you have, it's like all the things that you hate start showing up. It's like, wait, okay, I said, oh, no, I don't want to date someone who does this. But then, oh, well. And then once you compromise on that thing, you compromise on another thing. And then it's just like a snowball effect and just keeps going. And before long, you're like, why the heck am I with this person when sure. I don't like anything about him? Sure. So um, that's important to know. Like you mentioned, standards, preferences, boundaries, mm-hmm. all of those things before you go into dating with someone. I think people are like, "Oh, she's cute. Oh, he's good looking. I want to be with them." That is not enough. It's not. It's really like that's it. That's all you all have. Get
1: married them looks looks go away them looks not gonna feed your kids true them looks not gonna pay your bills look past that what 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 is this person's morals i'm big on morals mm. i'm big i'm big on on respect if you're nasty to the waiter this ain't gonna work because you don't have no self-respect if you don't have respect for the littlest of peoples it's not gonna work
0: that's so crazy like morals is the big thing mm-hmm. like there are so many unscrupulous <laughs> individuals like it's bad these days like Honestly, and then I tell people, even I was talking to my youth pastor the other day. She's probably watching this. Shout out to you. But um, I was talking to her the other day, and she said her and her husband have been married for 25 years, 25-plus 25 years. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. that is crazy. And I always tell her, I'm like, it's so much easier back then than it was today. Like, of course, there's not, like, social media. There's not so many influences and stuff like that. God, I forgot where I was going with this point. <laughs> But I really <laughs> forgot where I was going with this point. <laughs> um, yeah, knowing what you want. Like you said, mm. the looks that all fades. Yeah, like it, does. it has to be deeper than just what's on the surface. You have to actually like decide like, hey, is this someone that I can manage finances with? Girl! That's a that's a big thing.
1: I feel like another thing that people don't talk about. Listen, my parents have been married for 25 plus years as well. Mm -hmm. So I was able to firsthand experience what black love, black excellence, Mm and a black marriage that is founded on the word of God looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is why I'm so tight on my boundaries, my standards, and my preferences and everything. And something that I've realized is that marriage is not, I mean, love is not enough to make a marriage last. It's not. It's not enough. It's not. Because... I feel like before people get into marriage, they don't ask the key questions. We look good together on social media, you know, this, this, and that. But how many kids do you want? A typical question to ask on a first date. How many kids do you want? Oh, I want three kids. Mm, can, we, can we cut it down to two because I don't want to mess up my body too much? Okay, cool, two. But what about if we can't have kids? Mm -hmm. What about if we get into this marriage and we've been married for six years and we're fruitless and my womb has not produced any type of child? Mm -hmm. How do we get through that? People don't talk about that.
0: Yeah, that's true. People
1: say in the marriage vows through better and through worse, but they never talk about the worst before dating. Mm. One thing that I believe I told you this before Mm -hmm. I was talking to this guy and we were basically, you know, talking normal over, over dinner. And then the question of sex came up. And you know, I explained to him that I'm holding myself to marriage. That's what I want to do and that's that's unwavering, that's not changing. And basically the way that he was speaking to me, he made me seem like I was a lunatic, like I was crazy and what I was asking for, which I wasn't asking for, that's what I'm demanding. That's the bottom thing for me. And you know, when he was talking, I was listening to him I understood that we have to have grace for people. Yeah. Just because it's your boundary doesn't make that other person crazy because they don't respect it. It's your boundary. True. You just have to trust God enough to wait for what's for you. Mm -hmm. So something that I've learned to do is to stop judging people because they're living a life of having sex with everybody. Because sex for me is personal. Mm -hmm. It's not just me sharing my body with you casually it's it's greater than that god created it with a greater purpose Mm -hmm. and so i explained to him you know well you don't want to wait until marriage i gave him this little kind of idea i said what if in our marriage you know god forbid i get sick and i get cancer i get stage four cancer and i i don't have enough strength to give you my body can you stay without sex for about a year that's when a i'm good, in chemotherapy a i said how can you control yourself how can i trust you if before dating you couldn't express self-control yes and then he was like well i was like okay
0: I, what, did he, what did he
1: say did he have an answer no he was just okay. like okay i understand you and i respect that because mm-hmm. he really couldn't say anything else but that mm-hmm. and that came out of a place of growth for me to be able to explain that to him because me yesterday i would have been like Because I'm not trying to have sex. What happened? I would have came off offensive. But when you hold on to grace that has been given to you, I understand that I have to give people grace. Yeah. And I have to allow you to understand. Because in his normal life, sex is normal on a first date. But for me, it's not.
0: Yeah. And I have to
1: explain to him why I hold on to this so tightly. Yeah. So the thing for me is just my body is just that's for my husband. And I just explained that to him. And he respected it. And we didn't date. We just kept it. We're not even friends. Just keep it cool. If I see you in public, it's good, my boy. That's (laughs) it. That's That's it. it. Just put the chin up to you. Just because somebody doesn't have the same standard as you doesn't mean that they're toxic. It doesn't mean that's just your standard. Mm -hmm. Wait for your person to come who's in alignment with your standard.
0: No, I really like that you said that because grace, like giving people grace, is so important. That's something that I've been learning too because, um, me, like you said, like before. you're a heathen buddy and i hate to tell you <laughs> that's what's devil the is a liar. <laughs> like what is wrong with you you're a heathen mm-hmm. but um after time of kind of like going on working on myself and doing my own self-work kind of thing for me it's been like you're on your own personal journey like right. my standards are not your standards and mm-hmm. my values may not be your values if it, if we're not in alignment with each other, if we're not on the same page, then I gotta skedaddle, rattle about here, brother, mm-hmm. because it is not gonna, it's just not gonna work. Like we see that so many times today. Like people are like, oh. I want to be like you mentioned before. I want to be treated like, oh how Ari's getting treated and how Jade is getting treated. You don't treated. know what she's dealing with like behind closed know, doors at all. Like you really don't know. Like some of these relationships that are not that are relationship goals. Like people really don't understand they, they, what's going they, on. They,
1: they they're they're prosperous in the materialist in the materialistic aspect, but when it comes to self respect, when it comes to love, when it comes to reciprocity, it's dry. Mm. All they have is the material things, the jets, but they don't have the person's heart. They don't have the person's time. They don't have self respect. Did she tell you how many abortions she had to go through? I'm not saying she had abortions, but do you understand what's going on behind closed doors? You don't know. Yeah. So I don't become envious of social media relationships. I feel like what did it for me was DK4L. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, hell no. Yeah. I was just like, no. My perfect idea of a relationship is my relationship with Christ. Mm hmm. Because I've given him my heart and he's never till this day stepped on it. Mm. I don't look to man for relationships because men will disappoint you every time. Every time. Every time.
0: I mean, you let me down. You dropped <laughs> me on my head. Thank God I didn't have a soft spot. That would be brain dead, buddy. But um, no, it's it's really true. Like people don't see what happens behind closed doors. Like, and I hate that there's not like a lot of positive like relationships and marriages shown out in the media. Right, right. You know what it is. You want to know why? I got some tea for ya. you. You want to know why? is because those people are trying to protect what they've taken so much time to grow. True. I really feel like that cuz uh-huh. I'm like why don't we see some why don't we see positive marriages, positive relationships? Cuz people are trying to protect what they have. True. They don't want to show it too much because, you know, people see that you have a good thing going for you and they're at like the top of a building, like top of the Chrysler building trying to shoot it down with a bow and arrow like they're Robin Hood or something.
1: There's I don't know. Something my dad always says. He says Bad company corrupts good values. Of course. If you have a solid marriage, the last thing that you want to do is, I'm not saying don't have friends in a marriage. That's Mm -hmm. not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. But the last thing you want to do is everything that goes wrong in your marriage or your relationship is to bring it to people. That's true. Because people will not forgive them. Even though you will, people won't give them grace. That's true. If a man hurts me and I tell my dad what he did to me and I know it's fixable, why would I go tell my dad what a man did to me? Mm -hmm. If I'm telling my dad, I need to make sure for a fact that I'm not going back. Because my dad will never forgive him. And now I'm giving room to my dad to disrespect, even though my dad's not that type of person. I'm giving my dad place to disrespect my husband or my relationship. Mm. You got to learn that not everything belongs on social media. That's true. That's true. And
0: Mm-mm. honestly, social media has made it like, So easy for people to kind of tell like, oh, he's doing this to me. Oh, he's doing that to me. Some things you really, you really can't put it out there. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, people will not give the person grace. They won't. Once you, once you start to tell your family members or you tell this person. Mm -hmm.
1: And your family loves you. So they want the best for you. Exactly. So when they hate that person, it's not because they don't want a relationship for you or they don't want best for you. You have to understand, you have to understand that coming out of a place of love, when they understand that that person has hurt you, they don't want them in your life at all. At all.
0: I've had the, oh, girl, you need to leave him alone. Not no more. Sis, if, what what do you mm. want to do? If in the reality,
1: to- that person's accepting the same thing behind closed doors. You, you'll have a girlfriend. Girl, my man is so good. Worst thing you could do is talk about if you're having sex. I don't know. But if you're having sex in your marriage and the sex is good, don't go around bragging it to your homegirls. Yeah. You really don't think they want to the Don't give away sauce. Oh, my husband mm-mm. cooks for me. He does this for me. Girl, you still cook for your husband? Mm, I don't do that. I let my husband go get his food off the, No. Then I'm you go home and you start thinking like why am I taking out this man food? He's a grown behind man. Bad company corrupts good values.
0: That's true. Always
1: keep the good parts of your relationship in the wraps. Cuz people that. don't want to see you in.
0: I honestly that is especially when it comes to relationships. And honestly like you mentioned like you have to keep your soul your circle kosher. Like mm. it's so <laughs> like important that. to have like good people around you mm. because if you are the kind of person that has like good things going for you and blessings coming your way, certain people will be like, dang it.
1: I hope it doesn't work out. They get jealous. And, and it's, and
0: it's horrible. Like, mm. Oh, like, or they'll say like little things. And it's just like, wait a second. Did I just miss something here? Mm. Like you really have to like watch your eye of who's around you. True. Like, even if you're in like a marriage, like I've seen things where people, the slightest things goes wrong and they're like, leave him or leave this person. And it's, honestly not that easy for some people you know
1: the movie acrimony
0: oh that one is
1: that one girl the movie acrimony
0: yeah that one is. what do you think about that that one is (laughs) that one is uh, that one is i don't know i that one is hard that movie causes arguments i think some people think she was right or he was right like i mean but she did say she didn't want to be with him anymore once you sometimes before before the breakthrough happens, <laughs> that is when the it's the toughest. Mm-hmm. Like some people, even in relationships, they're about to call it quits. It's so tough, and that's when the change happens. Mm-hmm. And she left before the change happens. In reality, demand. It was because of her
1: sisters. If she didn't listen to her sisters, that's true. They were. She would have been in, her in her that, and she would have had that yacht, the Mrs. Gill yacht. <laughs> I remember it because I love that movie. She would she would have been in that high rise apartment. She would have had everything. That's what happens when you let family too much into your business. No, that's true. Too much into your family. That's and true. He already found somebody else after he got the deal. So it's just like and she went crazy. That would drive you crazy. That's what happens when you let family too much into your relationship.
0: She was like watching her. Like I, I think I remember one day she was like sitting on a mattress mm-hmm. in a room just watching her on like some type of surveillance. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was deep. It was really Zero deep. Life stuff. That's why even now, like, if my family comes to me talking about something that someone else did, I just, mm-hmm. maybe you guys should figure out how you could work it out. I'm not Ooh. telling nobody to do nothing.
1: Girl, thank you.
0: Figure out how to work it out. Just mm-hmm. do counseling. Talk to each other. Write mm-hmm. it down. Write each other a letter. Yes. But um, telling people to leave people alone, only if it's, like, abusive then I'm just like you know maybe you should like really try to get out of that
1: That's different
0: because that's that that's like could be detrimental mm. but if you guys are having like issues you got to let people go through their process
1: Exactly.
0: even in dating itself like certain people that you come across that you're trying to figure out oh is this a good person for me mm. people are just in their own process and you got to decide if you're gonna be in the process with them or you're gonna say all right buddy I'll see you later <laughs> like I'll catch you on the upside kind of vibes mm-hmm. because no good. So it's really just one of those things. Like, I know for me personally, I told myself, God, I'm open for the person that you have for me. Am I going to look? No. Because it seems like when I'm looking, things get in my eye, and then my eye starts hurting me, and -hmm. then I'm just like, I think this is a good pick. Mm -hmm. And then I'm just like, oh, no, no, that's not a good pick. So Mm -hmm. you just have to be calculated these days.
1: One thing, like, I would advise, like, to the ladies is I came to a point where I'm growing in love and I'm growing in grace as well. I have to understand that even though I'm ready for a man, God knows everything and I don't. True that. I could think that I'm ready because I'm better than I was yesterday, but in reality, when I'm praying to God for a man, instead, he gives me a job. Mm. Instead, he gives me a new car. Instead, he gives me bills. Instead, he gives me responsibilities because those things are what's necessary to build you for a relationship. A lot of times we want a relationship, but you're not even financially stable. True that. You don't have any credit. You, 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 your, your credit's terrible. It's like down. Down in the chain. It's like, just poor. You don't have a car. You're struggling to make car payments if you do have a car. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes when we're asking God for something and we're seeing other people get blessed, don't think that everything's a blessing. Mm. Some things are a distraction. That's true. Like, a lot of the times people will get a new job. And completely abandoned church. That wasn't a blessing. That was a distraction. Mm -hmm. Anything that God blesses you with, especially if it's a man, will not pull you away from him, but pull you closer to him. True that. So I feel like sometimes when we ask God for a man or a woman, or we ask God, you know, I want to be in a relationship, I want to get married, instead, he gives us responsibilities because he's growing us in character before he gives us one of his good people. Mm. Because God will not give us a trash person if we pray to him.
0: That's true. That's really true. And when you think about that, it's all about... Character building. Mm. I know you're listening, Lord, but no more character building for me. <laughs> we got it over here. We're strong now. I got it. But mm-hmm. even then, like you mentioned, you ask for one thing, and then it's like you get something else. I'm like, wait, did like, I didn't ask for like, that. Is that? what I asked for. But it's <laughs> all a part of the process to build you into the person that you're trying to be. Like True. a lot of times, we're like, oh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Two things you never do if you don't want the answer don't say god is this a person to be in my life Ooh. is this the person you have for me because before the ending of the business day you will have your answer mm-hmm. or please make me more patient please mm-hmm. if you say please make me more patient oh okay you see how long you're gonna be in that true. In that season true. to kind of refine your character and, you know, get you to be better. You
1: got to be intentional on in your prayers because God listens. True. God, li- I remember I was making a prayer to God. I said, God, remove anything out of my life that does not look like you. If it does not come from you, sound like you, look like you, walk like you, talk like you, remove it out of my life. And there was something that I valued so much in my life out of nowhere, out of nowhere. I was working in this shop. You know I do makeup. Mm-hmm. And, you know, problems occurred and I had to leave the shop. And that hurt me because I have a passion for doing makeup. You know, I felt like it's my own little ministry space because I'm able to talk to women and that's what I love to do. And I was hurt. And then I was crying in my car. I was crying, I was crying, I was crying. And when I came home, I talked to my parents and they was like, what's wrong with you? And I felt like I kind of let them down because I found something stable myself while I'm in school that I love to do that's making me efficient money. And then while I was crying, God had to be speaking through me because I do not I don't think I would have said that by myself. And then they were like, okay, but, you know, calm down. Da, da, da. And I was like, I'm not crying because I'm hurt. I'm crying because I'm in a place of acceptance. I understand that when I pray to God, I have to be in, I have to be very alert and attentive to what I'm praying for. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that God didn't want me to work in that shop because he didn't want me to make money. But maybe there's a place that God's taking me to and he needs me to be isolated while he's taking me to that place. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like when we're praying to God to remove things out of our life or to add things, understand that anything can be removed from your life things that you are most comfortable with things that you love the most things that you are seeking looking forward to towards the end of the day can be removed out of your life you have to be okay with it because he knows best
0: mm. so no that's that's so solid you really do have to be okay with it mm. and be careful what you ask for cuz you just might get it and then when you get sure. it you'll be like wait a second how do you really want that for <laughs> real like Really you gotta be careful what you say out your mouth. Yeah, every right. single time. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a really good conversation. Yes. I really appreciate you for coming on. Thank yes. you so much. This was beautiful. Um, guys, you already know what to do. Like, comment, and subscribe. Um <laughs> subscri- <laughs> Um, you can find us at on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at the something else podcast. Would you like to share your socials?
1: you guys can follow me on Instagram at Anna Flawless, A-N-N-A Flawless with three S's and the same on YouTube.
0: Guys, just have a great one. Be healthy and stay safe. And I will see you in the next episode.